Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Brunette Nugget. So today's episode is another reviewing a TV show episode. And I asked on the podcast Instagram for you to tell me some shows you wanted to hear my opinion about, and one of them were Bridgerton. For the ones who do not know, Bridgerton is a TV show that was released last year on Christmas Day in 2020 to end our year quite nicely. It was a show released by Netflix and I think it's a partnership between Netflix and another company and it's one of the let's say most trendy shows that ended up being released in 2020 and still comes for 2021. Bridgerton was just officially renewed for the second season and I think that before it's released I should do this little review and also I really enjoyed the show so let's just start with the review just kick it off. Bridgerton for the ones who don't know is a tv show that is how can I explain it comes up in the competitive world of regency era in London and during the season where there is this specific time of the year where debutants are presented to the court and from there they shall find a husband to marry them. I would say that the main focus of the show are two families, the Bridgerton family that has four sons and four daughters and they are accompanied by their mother. Their father unfortunately passed away. Then we have the Featheringtons that we have Lady Featherington, her husband and their three daughters and their cousin Marina Thompson comes and fits in in the day. I would consider the main characters the of the show actually, let me think. I would say Daphne Bridgerton, Simon, Lady Denbury, Anthony, that is Anthony Bridgerton, he actually ends up being like the chief of the Bridgerton family because his father, as I said, already passed. We have Marina Thompson that brings to the show an important twist, but we'll take it on that later. I would say Penelope Featherington is really important. And we have also Eloise Bridgerton that is quite a good character and then we have many 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 other characters and yeah i think like i presented you well the characters this oh just for not forgetting this show is actually based on a book series by julia quinn if i'm not mistaken and it's a book series that consists in eight books and they are all supposedly getting a season for what we have learned from and heard from what it's going to be the second season. The second season will be focused on Anthony just as the second book so there might be hope for this show to kick us off with eight seasons or likely like that so that they, so that they can cover all the books. Telling you a little bit of the story but not giving too much spoiler. The story for this first season actually focuses on Daphne, that is a young girl that is presented to the court as already said and she is kind of the hope of their family, like she is a daughter, she is the only daughter presented to court even though she has three more sisters, one of them Eloise that doesn't want to fit in this stereotypical society and she is presented and she is seen as the diamond of the season. This being, she is seen as the one that will get married like more, how do I say, like more quickly. But yeah, and then we also have one of 
the main characters, Mr. Simon Bassett, that is basically uh, the Duke of Hastings, and he's basically a former, how do I explain, his dad died, so he comes back to London to take care of some businesses, and he's called caught up in this full, you know, debutante drama, since Every single mother wants to get their daughter married to him because he's a duke. The main focus of the story is actually seeing their trajectory. They begin as kind of friends, and from that, they do an agreement on fake dating, which is something that we already have seen in To All the Boys, and they make an agreement for fake dating in order for Daphne to get more people wanting to get married to her and that everyone was just leave Simon alone since he kind of already has someone to marry him. The story all evolves in terms of this and while this is all happening there is a character that I have to say is my favorite Lady Whistledown. I just have to say, she is the gossip girl of that time. So basically, she writes this weekly... I don't know if how much is like the time gap in between each text, but she does this like column where she comments on everything that happens in society and she has a special intel and she knows everything that is going on. So for that, you one of the main points of the show is finding out who she is. So basically, the full show goes on there is the debutante ball, they go to parties, and the whole story just goes by and flows by like that. But as you can imagine, there is a love story and there in between Mr. Simon and Daphne, they end up actually getting married and there is a full story in between that because they get married, they, they are really happy because they understand that they love each other, but Simon made a vow to his father when his father was about to die that he would never, ever, ever have a kid. Because we get that from when they show us the backstory of Simon, that growing up, his, his mother died giving him birth, and his father, at a certain point, he had a little bit of trouble with this, with speaking, and Simon had a really bad childhood. He grew up with Lady Dunbury, that it ends up being his mother. She was one of the best friends of his mother, and in kind of sort of way, she she takes care of him like he was her own son. And she is one of the main characters in the show, I would also say, and she's like, she wants Simon to get married. She wants him to get married, and we can see that persistency over the show. She works with Daphne's mom, Violet, to get them together, for them to get married, and for the Duke of Hastings basically giving kids and continuing his legacy. So as I said, Simon doesn't want to have kids, but Daphne wants to. One of the main things that happened in this show and that shows us is woman empowerment. So basically, Daphne at the beginning, she doesn't, she, she doesn't have any like I have to say, it's sexual experience. She doesn't know anything about that world. And Simon is kind of bringing it all up to her. So, for example, there are some things that he tells that he can, she can, you know, do to help her feel better. And in kind of sort of way, their relationship begins, their trust begins in the fact that he doesn't treat her like 
everyone else does that is as a usual girl. So actually, there is a really nice speech in between that Simon does to Queen Charlotte in order to give them a license to marry and everything. Like there is just a full story there, a love story that is amazing. And I don't want to go into much detail, otherwise I would be here hour uh, talking about all the episodes. So basically, what happens is, as I said, Simon doesn't want to have kids. Daphne wants but she's convinced that basically he can't have kids it's not that he doesn't want to it's that he can't so one night they were they were having relationships relations and uh, basically what happens is that when it gets to the part where it potentially a baby can be made Simon interrupts it so Daphne finds it a little weird, a little bit intriguing, and she goes to one of her maids and asks, and she discovers everything. And instead of going confronting him, the same night, the, the night after when they are they're doing it, when it gets to the part where Simon normally interrupts, she she makes it stay there a longer. That all causes a full, you know shift in the story and in their relationship of course trust is broken everything's broken and there is there is a lot of anger there i have to say that this scene made me really in kind of sort of way mad with netflix for various reasons and i think i should talk about it now and not leave it for later but basically if i think this wasn't you know a lot of people said that there was consentment and everything but there wasn't in that specific part this scene is a scene that firstly Netflix should have put the um, the episode with trigger warnings because that might be a trigger for people that suffer from sexual violence, sexual harassment. And I think firstly Netflix didn't handle that 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 good. The thing here that made me upset about the full situation, and I just want to refer it so that it doesn't seem like I'm just doing superficial reviews and I don't go into the deep, is if if Simon did it, how can I explain this? If Simon did it, the, the whole nucleo of audience that was watching, they would be mad. But since it was, I think when it's the women doing it, people don't take it seriously. But yeah, I just wanted to leave it here. And from that, their relationship doesn't get that good, I think. They don't talk about it even. They Daphne gets really mad and she has the right because he wasn't telling her the real reason that he wasn't telling her that he can't have kids. He just doesn't want to. And their relationship from that goes to down the hill and they agree to do separate lives until the last episode. And I'm going to, spoiler alert, for the next 10 seconds, they get back together indeed and they have a wonderful kid that they show in the end of the last episode of the season. So yeah. So coming back without no spoilers, there are many other storylines during the show. As I referred in the beginning, Marina Thompson is a Featherington cousin and she comes and she shifts everything. Because once she's presented to society, every single man go on, on her feet. So there is a kind of struggle moment with Daphne because from a time doesn't have any man going there, which makes her agreement with Simon such a viable way, kind of. But Marina's story is actually, in in a way, really, really interesting. She comes and everything, and she's presented to the society. And a few episodes in, we discover that she's pregnant. And 
There is a full story. She's pregnant of a man that went to war and um, they were in love. And there is a full story there because the goal of Lady Featherington is for Marina to get married. And I don't want to tell a lot about her storyline, but basically she kind of, kind of a sort of way, she tries to get someone to marry her and tries to pretend that the, the son or daughter that comes in is of that person that she's trying to marry to, but that doesn't go well because Lady Whistledown down <laughs> discovers everything. So that whole marriage just like go down the flush. And then in the end, there is hope for Marina and she ends up staying, spoiler alert, with the brother of her dad, baby father. So in, in this sort of way, her storyline development is actually really interesting. But then we have the friendship, Penelope and Eloise. They, firstly, they portray such younger characters that they realize that is actually so interesting. So they are both girls that don't have that intention of getting married just to get married, but they want to make their path off their own. So that shows us a lot of girl power. I love both of their characters. And Eloise, as I, I, I haven't said this, but she is trying to discover who Lady Whistledown is. And that is a full storyline that even Queen Charlotte wants to know. Because, and this is where actually the story gets interesting. Queen Charlotte, uh, she's based on a real... And um, in the real history of the world, uh, Lady Charlotte and her husband, her husband had some problems and everything. And she, in the show, she portrays the image that shows a perfect life, but that perfect life life doesn't exist. So one of the reasons why she kind of wants to discover who Lady Whistledown is, is to make sure that her the real part of her life the bad part doesn't come out i think yeah anthony that as i heard he is one of lady bridgerton's sons he is the one that is handling and having the family in this difficult time that they are living and he was one of simon's best friends so the full idea of simon marrying his sister it wasn't hard to understand, but it was because Simon always made clear that he didn't want to get married, he didn't want to have kids. So for Anthony, there was like a little like of a, let's say a splitter of differences. But at the end, he has a really interesting uh, storyline. We can see a lot of like, you know, stereotypical relationships because basically Anthony in the beginning, he is dating an opera singer. But he cannot be seen publicly with her because they were weren't of the same social class. So that's that's a, a really big like shift up for the story. His storyline is also pretty damn interesting. And there are many, 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 many other storylines that I actually think that might be more approached, such as Anthony's in, in the next seasons. Because I think that, for example, we ended the season just giving a little bit of context. Marina going away, the baby being born, the baby of, spoiler alert, <laughs> Daphne and Simon, and the, the husband of Lady Featherington, he passes away. And there is a full storyline there, there that I think it's really interesting because he is basically a gamble addict and he does this kind of business in order to get a lot of money and everything. And he ends up for his full ganancy and he wanting to win all the money and um, he ends up dying in the end of the sh in the end of this season. And that I think will be like a shift for the show. 
And yeah, I'm trying to remember more things. One of the things I can tell you is that at the end of the season, we find out who Lady Whistledown is. And I have some like opinions regarding the fact that we discover. I thought that the show would keep this as like a secret for longer so that we would like be more addicted because I think that in kind of sort of way we all knew that Simon and Daphne would be ending up together and we knew a lot of things and in in a sort of way they decided to tell us I think the thing we were most excited to know like who is Lady Whistledown and I think most shows in a normal approach would keep it to other seasons you know like let's keep the mystery going and everything but no they delivered it to us I have some kind of in sort of way theories of why they did it I think one of the of the reasons might have been because they didn't know if the show was going to be renewed or not even though that I think there was kind of like a certainty that it would so they decided to deliver it to us like this is Lady Whistledown and everything and I shall say and this part was spoiler that I don't consider that it was a predictable choice so Penelope wasn't the predictable choice but in a sort of way I always suspected of her because who else knew of Marina's pregnancy? Who else knew a lot of things that were coming out? It was kind of predictable. Uh, at a certain point where she and Eloise are talking in the way that everything happens, it's just like obvious that she was Lady Whistledown. So this was my review on the first season. I think that the show in a sort of way isn't... I. I I think it's really good. The casting is amazing. I think that they did a lot of a good work in bringing diversity because in the books, not I think Simon isn't. I think his characteristics are not the same, and I think a lot of characters are not the same as they are physically described. But I do want to believe that they did some changes from the book into the show. And I just want to say that this was actually a really nice show to watch. You have eight episodes streaming on Netflix. You have episodes from fifty-two minutes to seventy-two, so you can go there. You can watch them, and it's really cool and it's a really entertaining show. What am I expecting? for the second season I can actually not tell I don't have a clue I think that as they said they will bring in a sort of way the Anthony's line of story so I think that that will be bringing more interesting parts to the story and for us to see his full perspective and I'm really interested in how will that go so I would rate this show I would say oh I forgot my favorite part oh my goodness how was I going to forget that the soundtrack of the show. For the ones who have heard the show and didn't recognize, I just can't believe it. So basically, as I told, this is not past in more than modern times in our contemporary life, but it's past in the past. So they don't have Spotify or anything. They play violins. And what do they play in violins? <laughs> Songs and thank you next. Into my blood. I'm trying to remember girls like you. They play modern songs such, such as Bad Guy by Billie Eilish in violins while they are the balls. And that's just like insane. I love the way they handled it. I think it was so cool the way they did it. I actually loved it. I was really impressed by their originality. So yeah, the soundtrack of this show is a 5 out of 5. If you go on Spotify and you search for, for Bridgerton like soundtrack, 
they will show you this and you guys will be like oh my goodness because they have like the full version not just sneak peek like they show you in the show so that's quite amazing and the clothing of the show i don't love the dresses anything like i would never wear something like that but i think it's really you know like the same as they were in that time so i feel like in that way they did an amazing job so my review of the show would be probably a four out of five why four out of five i think that they did a really good job in the storytelling and everything but i referred one of the things that was there was supposed to be a warning sign there maybe for me that should have been and i i just i don't want to go into much detail into it but yeah and in another sort of way they they just you know i think that the episodes are just too long they are 15 minutes minimum and sometimes I would get to the middle of the episode and I was just click and I thought the episode was over but it wasn't so in a sort of way they they just did episodes too big and they could have done it differently maybe I don't know but I feel like the episodes even though it's a good show to watch and you watch it because you got interested I feel like in the end of some episodes you don't take a lot of content I don't know how to explain but this is way to explain actually so yeah I'm really sad to what season two will bring us I don't I'm not that sure like I said I think the fact that they are going deeper and deeper with Anthony's storyline will be good but I want to see how they handle like the rest of the characters how will they do it will they start will they stop giving like a lot of empath emphasis in who Lady Whistledown is because even though as the the audience discover who she is the people in the show don't don't know yet so yeah so this was today's episode if you guys have, have any suggestions of shows that i should address here on the podcast weekly i think i will start asking on the instagram of the podcast that is at the the dot burnett nugget and in there you can find me and you can see every day i try to ask you guys something in order to understand what do you guys like to see here or not? So yeah, don't forget to treat people with kindness and bye and I'll see you next episode.